0: Idiot's Report Podcast. This is the Idiot's Report Podcast. We are the idiots and this is the Idiot's Report Podcast. Woo woo hoo.
1: Okay, welcome back listeners to Idiot's Sports Report Episode 9. I'm joined today by Ugly Bevan. Hello. (laughs) Shit. Okay, Uh, Bevan, thank you. Thank you for making this possible. We are going to today cover uh, Ramiro Ballator debut uh, UFC Fight Night 192 David Clark's mouth and what the hell happened there. UFC 266. That's it for the fisticuffs. Then we move over to rugby. We're going to discuss the Australia-South Africa game, if you can call it that. And the New Zealand versus Los Pumas. Then, as the fans have been waiting for, we're going to get then into the soccer, Premier League, we're going to discuss, and some Champions League. Mr. Bevan, anything I left out? No,
0: not from my side.
1: But we'll go more
0: in-depth on this stuff later.
1: Okay, so Bevan, what are your thoughts on Ramiro
0: having his uh, debut at the Bellator? Look, I'm excited. I've always liked Ramiro until he fought Izzy. Um, So I was pretty excited to see him fight. Uh, The problem with Ramiro is... He's not the smartest character in the world. So, if you put him in a fight with somebody that's very intelligent, you're in big shit. Because that person's just going to outpoint him and not approach him and not go, get in dangerous situations. And then Ramirez is going to look shit. You need to put him in there with another brawler. And that they didn't do. They put him in with Phil Davis, who's one of the most intelligent fighters in MMA, MMA history. And Destroyed guess what? He, him? Did? <laughs> he just outpointed him. So, no, he didn't destroy him. He, he outpointed him. So. Yeah, look, I mean, Phil Davis is a good fighter, but Phil Davis is a smart fighter. So you want to put, if you want, if, you, if you've if you got a brawler and you want an interesting fight, especially the first time that you put him into the, this new promotion that's trying to get as big as UFC, so you want people to fight it, you know what you do? You put your Romero versus another brawler so that they punch each other until they have brain damage. <laughs> you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? You don't put him in there with a points fighter who's going to make it boring. And will not make it boring, but he's going to avoid um, getting getting into Yoro Ramirez' uh, range because he's a taller, longer guy. He's going to try and outpoint him. He's going to try and take him down. He's going to try, you know, those kinds of things. So, if you want to make money off Yoro Ramirez, he needs to punch people. Put him against put him against somebody that's a punching bag. Then you're going to make money from him. But uh, yeah, the matchmaker, i don't know why they did it. Who do you think would be? Who do you think would be a good fight? I don't really know the Bellator guys, but if I would, like in the UFC, Robert Whittaker was a good fight because Robert Whittaker stands and fucking he wants to bang. And yes, he beat Joe Romero, but it's a freaking good fight. Paulo Acosta as well, dumb as pig shit, and he knows how to punch people. That's why they put him against Joe Ramiro. It's an interesting fight because it's uh, somebody as thick as pig shit and somebody as thick as a brick wall, and then they beat the shit out of each other. And that's what we want to see you Understand what I'm saying? But at Bellator, they take. Look, I mean, Davis, a lot of people think he's boring and all these kinds of things. And I've I've watched him in the UFC. I've never really seen watched him in Bellator. But um he's got a good record. He's 20 23 and 6, so it's not too bad. Whereas Romero's 13 and 6. So you can see it's not a great, not that good of a record. But uh, Romero. But then <clears throat> Yeah. But look then, how often do you think that these fights could have been so much better just by better matchups. Well, you see, with the UFC, I don't really watch Bellator. So with UFC, it doesn't happen that often. Normally, you've got like so, like for example, Yoel Romero. He fought interesting fights, like. Robert Whittaker, like uh, Paulo Costa, like Luke Rockwald, where he lock, knocked him out. He fought all those cool fights, and then he went for the title. You understand what I'm saying? So their matchmakers, if you're going for a title, then it must be boring. It's like a test match in, in rugby. A title is 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 a lot of the time going to be boring, but the, because it's like a test match. But if you're putting two guys to... You know, like like Bellator's, it's Joel Ramirez's debut. You want to get it. We want to see him bang. We want to see him fucking fight. He's old now. He's not going for any titles. We don't care about titles. All we want to do is either see him get knocked out or knock somebody else out. Do you understand what I'm saying? So matchmaking in this particular case should have been a little bit better. Because, if, it, like I said, Phil Davis is a very good fighter. But he's a clever fighter. He's a points fighter. He's fighting actually quite well because he's fighting smart which is boring, but that's a guy that you you make a way for him to get to the title and go for the title. Yoramira is past that point. He's 44 years old. Just put in there so he can fucking blick some people. That's all I want. So the way you're describing it,
1: would it be fair to say that these different fighters have, what would you use uh, as a word to group them, styles or different aspects of proficiency?
0: Yeah, of course. What do you mean, Ramiro and Phil Davis? No, no, in general. Yeah, so you've got, well, so you've got your physical, yes, that's a long one, because you've got, so you've got a wrestler, you've got a jujitsu guy, you've got a striker, you've got a boxer, you've got uh, a karate guy, you've got all different physical strengths. And then you've got guys that are good at wrestling and striking. And then you've got guys that are, Good at jujitsu and karate or whatever. So there's a whole lot of mixture. But this is not that because both of these guys are top class. So both of these guys are at the top of the. Yol can um, wrestle. Phil Davis can wrestle. They can both strike. They're both good at. It's just the 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 mentality. Yol Ramiro, he's there to like conquer. He wants to beat the living piss out of somebody, and it takes him a while. It takes him until the third round, and then he starts beating the shit out of people. Whereas Phil Davis is like a, he's playing chess. You understand what I'm saying? Yo Romero's is punching a wall and Phil Davis is playing chess. That's the difference. It's the mentality that makes a matchup. But then if you had to be, uh, let's say one of those
1: different styles, if you had to be really good at one, which would be the one that would get you the most
0: victories. What do you mean? In your opinion. So the physical attribute or the mental? Both. So obviously, I would, I, I can, I could take a punch because I've been punched a lot, but I don't think, I, don't, I wouldn't want to take a lot of punches because then when I'm fifty years old, I can't speak. So I would prefer to be a chess player, a smart fighter, but. Yeah, so obviously I'd want to be a smart fighter, but I don't think I'm smart enough. So if I wanted to be successful, I'd have to use my head, and that's physically. I wouldn't have to use it. I wouldn't not thinking. I'd take punches and absorb punches until he's tired and knock the person out or whatever. Um, I think the most important thing for the youths, the MMA, is to have a decent, uh, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, wrestling background. Decent. You just have to be decent. Yeah, you can be really good. But if you're decent, you can become a champion. Like uh, Ben Askren, he, can, he, can't, he can't fight for shit. He can't strike. He can't punch for shit. But he was a good uh, wrestler, so he was a champion. Not at the UFC, but at Bellator and, and One FC and all those guys. So the main thing that you need to be able to do is at least do the basics in wrestling or jiu-jitsu. If you come in as a boxer and you can't do any of those things, you're fucked. Like the ball. Yeah, well, I mean, if if any boxer, if Floyd Mayweather starts doing MMA, they'll beat the shit out of him because they just take him down on the. Yeah, but him is fine. I wanted to see Paul lose. Yeah, but he won't do. He's not stupid. He won't do UFC. There's no ways. Why would he? Because he's an asshole. (laughs) He's not a stupid asshole. Remember, the minute he loses, that's it. That's the game over. There's no more boxing. No more big. People are watching to see him lose. That's it. Yeah, they might they might want to watch him lose twice. Exactly. So uh, no, I don't think they'll want to watch him lose twice. I think you will get people that'll want to watch him twice, but it's very, very little. It's much less than, yeah. You know, but you know you don't even pay for it now, Jack. You don't even watch it now. <laughs> Correct, but I'll stream it. <laughs> yeah, you know, but he he doesn't get money from that, so and you don't stream it, you illegally stream it. But yeah, so look, um, again, like I said, uh, I just think Phil Davis is interesting to fight because I enjoy the chess game behind it as well. I've got to a point now where I understand what the guy's doing and sometimes I enjoy it. Sometimes, he, like Gilbert Burns, just lay on uh, Stephen Thompson. There was no like strategy to what he was doing. He was just lying on him and getting points that way. With Phil Davis, if he dis- if he goes out to fight and win on points – Sometimes I, I enjoy it, but um and your Ramirez if he goes out to fucking knock somebody's head off, I enjoy it. But if you put these two together as a matchmaker, you know they're not gonna do that. So why would you why would that be your Ramirez famous? Your Ramirez bringing eyes to your company, like doubling your viewership. So why wouldn't you put why would you put him with Phil Davis and not somebody else? Like he was supposed to fight Rumble Johnson. They are two big, strong knockout motherfuckers. You understand what I'm saying? So, somebody's going to sleep. And that's why we want to watch Yo Ramiro fight. If I want to watch a Jiu Jitsu guy fight, then I'll watch a Jiu Jitsu guy fight. But if you saying to me, Yo Ramiro's fighting, I want to see him fight somebody, not get outpointed. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I've got to say about it.
1: Okay, is there any better <laughs> draws to
0: look forward to in Fight Night 192? Well, Fight Night 192 has just happened. You think of 266. Well, that we can oh what happened yeah, so Anthony remember I told you Anthony Slow. No. Yes. What are you arguing with me about? Fucking everything, <laughs> just as a principle. <laughs> um no, Anthony Smith uh fought Ryan Span in uh at Fight Night 192. Um and remember I said to you, oh, who cares? It's boring. You know, Anthony Smith is beyond what he said. I mean, he's on like 56 fights, you know. I thought uh, Ryan Span's going to walk over him. He's a really nice guy. He's a very good commentator and analyst and those kinds of things. But I thought he's over. Yo, he fucked that Ryan Span up. Did you watch the video that I sent you, the highlight? Nope. Some of it. No. Not the whole thing. So did you see the guy when he stood up? He's like, ah, where's my respect now? Where's my respect now? He's like, he put some respect on my name. Yeah. So everybody's kind of been disrespecting him like I did. I was like, oh, it's boring. I don't care. But he actually a lot of people are saying like he now he deserves respect. Like now he deserves a good fight. We does he deserves to be watched from what he did. But in actual fact, they so because he was so old, what they were doing was they were saying, listen, you fight all the newcomers like a, a like a journeyman or not a journeyman, a gatekeeper, you fight all these newcomers. And if they beat you, they get to the next level. And then he fought three guys, beat them. So he's like, no, fuck that. I'm not fighting guys behind me now. I want guys in front of me. So, which I mean, that's respect. And he beat the shit out of Ryan Span. Ryan Span didn't even look like he started fighting. And he fucked him up. And he rear naked choked him. So, no, he deserves it. I'm wrong for disrespecting him. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, Mr. Lionheart. I'll give you my respect. Next time you fight, I'll watch immediately. I won't watch the flipping the redo's on on, on, on catch-up. I'll watch you at 3 o'clock in the morning. You've got my vote. You deserve it. And he's also a nice guy. He's very like Even in his interviews, there's a there's a thing about him where he comes across like super genuine. Like somebody will ask him a question, they're like, yeah, but do you okay. think you should go for the title? And he's like, no, well, I mean, like the way he talks, it, it comes across as like he's, he's just a n- normal guy. Like if you talk to him. He's just a pretty cool guy. And then he won the – Not putting on this facade. Yeah, not at all. Um, or he's not, like maybe because he's done it for so long, he's not even nervous anymore or anything like that. But he won the 50K, so he won the fight of the night or the fighter of the night. I don't know which one it was or knockout of the night, one of them. But he won $50,000. So he says, as he's walking, he's like, some guy's like, hey, man. He's like, hey, what's up, dude? And then he's like, yeah, you won the $50,000, the fight of the night. He's like, fuck, yeah, I'm getting a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, fucking um, good. No, I like him a lot. Uh,
1: what are the payouts like in that for that fight night? What do you mean payouts? Like
0: the the well, we can look the purse. So the fifty k is like every every UFC. There's like a fight of the night, uh, performance of the night. You know, and they they each get fifty k. And then sometimes it's seventy five. Like if it's a Conor card and they're making a lot of money, then it's you know whatever seventy k. Uh no, it won't. I don't think anybody really cares about a Bellator one nine two UFC one nine two bonuses. No, that's Daniel Cormier versus Alexander Volkanos. Nah, what's his name again? But anyway, that's in the past. So no, it won't really show us. But look, it depends because he uh what's it? Anthony Smith's been in the UFC for a long time, so he probably earns, but. 200 to 300k a fight. Ryan Spann, on the other hand, hasn't really done that much. So he's probably on 50 grand. So it's all depending on their contracts, not who they're fighting. Like if, if, if Ryan, if Anthony, you understand what I'm saying? So, like if Anthony Anthony Smith, he won't ever, but if he fought Conor McGregor, let's say they were in the same weight class, Conor McGregor will get $4 million for the fight and they'll bump him up to 800,000. He won't get anything. It's not like you get this much, and I, you know, what I'm saying it's, it doesn't work like that. It's depending on your contract. Yeah. Like Nate Diaz when he fought Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor got like a million dollars for the fight, and he got twenty thousand just because of his contract. Oh fuck! Obviously, after that fight, be, yeah, but obviously after that fight, he um he renegotiated his contract. He's like, listen, I'm a big star now. And then the next fight that they did, he also got a million or whatever. But it's all depending on your on your. On what your contract says. Yes, but they shafted him, eh? From a million to 20,000. That's what, like,
1: shit. No, but you that? on that contract. It's
0: not even. You, you on the contract. You're lucky to get that fight. Yeah. yeah. Look, he probably no, okay, got true, some pay per view points or something like that. They probably gave him a couple of bonuses or something, but he didn't get nearly a million. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But now, you know, now he yeah. does. And the fact, you know what, he got twenty twenty thousand for that. Um, let's say or whatever it was, forty grand because it's twenty and twenty. I think he was on a twenty and twenty contract. So he got forty thousand dollars for that fight. But he proved himself that he's a superstar and beat Conor McGregor. And then on the next fight, got a mill. If he hadn't have beat Conor McGregor, he wouldn't yeah. have gone anywhere. So it's also to say, like you know, he wasn't that famous before. Or worth that much? I mean, he was worth more than that. He was worth like a three hundred thousand dollar contract or something like that. Just he signed. He was still on his on that same contract. So if he had have resigned before Connor, he would have gone to a three hundred thousand dollar contract instead of a after beating Connor, he resigned his contract and now he's a fucking millionaire. So I mean, it's sad that he got the twenty thousand for a while, but now he got lucky and beat Connor McGregor and now he's a you know a million dollar guy per fight. So yeah, no straight, yeah. At least. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's about it, really, on that side. Uh, Any other highlights from the 192? No, not really. I mean, the fight before, the co-main event, I don't really watch the Hulk versus. Also, I don't really know the guy's names. Um, I didn't actually finish watching it. Maybe next week I'll talk about it. But the biggest thing, okay, well, other than that, Devin Clark getting his mouth bluxed in. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Did you see that? I did. It was tough to look at. That's a, that's like like that. Not even that's, his teeth. That's his gums that are fucked.
1: Yeah, man. Like the whole front section. Yeah, that was disgusting. Yeah. Like at least I saw up to like where they, had, you know, kind of fixed it. I don't know if it's temporary or whatever, but that was hectic.
0: Well, if I guess if they put a brace in there because I know your tongue heals quite quickly, so it probably heals quite quickly. And they just brace it up. Otherwise, it'll it'll just grow. It'll just heal skew like like it was. But yeah, that's like, have you ever heard anybody say, I'll punch your teeth into your throat? (laughs) That's that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That was that. Sorry, guys, if we do sound off tonight, we are on Skype. uh, um, uh, Jack and them got the the coronavirus, the COVID. Plague. They think they might have. No, hopefully not. (laughs) But yeah, so I just thought, let me not take the risk. We are, you know, upstanding citizens. I don't want to infect anybody. I thought we'll just do it from, yeah, and we took about an hour just to get this thing fucking started because Jack's computer don't work. <laughs> and
1: Bevan doesn't know how to work a microphone. Bullshit. So I have to put that out there for the viewers. Uh, mine Devin works. Well. I plugged in and went. I, mine, everything of mine works. Your stuff doesn't work. When did you start the recordings? What recording? After or before I helped you troubleshoot your computer? Bullshit, Jack.
0: That was you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that lie. Yes, you. Prove it. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't care, actually. If you think I'm the dumbass, then it's fine. We know Jack's a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, but the big thing. What's the next thing, Jack? Because that's the thing I want to talk about. The next big thing, Bevan, mm-hmm. is a little something called UFC 266. Yeah. Pickup up stick. So that's a big one. That's got probably... At least eight inches. Yeah, at least. So... Look, the first fight is uh, Alexander Volkanovsky Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. So these guys, not two of my favorite fighters, but very interesting fight to watch because they're both top-level fighters. They're both championship-level fighters, and they're both fucking good. So it's an interesting fight to watch. I mean, their records, Volkanovsky is the champion, 22-1. Brian Ortega fifteen and one, so and one no contest, but that doesn't count. So it's like literally they've both got one loss, and the Brian Brian Ortega has got a loss against um, uh, what's your Max Holloway, like the other best flyweight. So I mean, it's fucking amazing these guys. They both got really good records. Then the next fight, women's flyweight, Valentina Shevchenko versus the nicest lady I've ever heard, Lauren Murphy pity because I think Lauren Murphy is going to get a head smashed off because Valentina Shevchenko is just too dominant that's the one with the gun tattoo
1: oh yeah I saw did, I saw that one did,
0: which is disappointingly not an AK-47 yeah did you not watch that I sent you the countdown the cooldown where it shows all of them <laughs> was that the 47 minute yeah, episode yeah no no ways did just watch it fuck it <laughs> it's like perfect it's a perfect rundown <laughs> okay but did I need that before Monday No, fuck you. You can do it. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. Now, this is the biggest fight. This is the actual main event people are saying is the proper main event of this whole thing. Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler fought 17 years ago when they were young, young up-and-comers. And And Nick Diaz was known as a jiu-jitsu guy. And he entered into the UFC, known as a jiu-jitsu guy. He could strike a bit and take a punch and a good gas tank. Robbie Lawler was like this crazy fucking insane guy that just wanted to flip and rip someone's head off. So everybody thought if Nick Diaz takes him down, he'll win. That's the good thing to do. And Robbie Lawler, if he stands up, he's going to get killed. <laughs> and what happens? Nick Diaz talks shit to Robbie Lawler, like irritates him, and then fucking knocks him out. So that's why they're going to see now. I mean, it's 17 years later, so it's a completely different people, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure the old blood is still there. Well, they're both old as fuck, so... Not old as fuck, but I mean they're much older than they were before. I mean that's two twenty-old fighting now, they're almost forty. Very different fight. But we'll see what happens. Then Curtis Blades versus Jose Rosenstrike. Uh all right. Curtis Blades versus Jocinio Rosenstrike. Those are two heavyweights. The one is good all round and he's also really good on the floor. Uh and the other one is just a knockout guy. He's like a Derek Lewis. Curtis Blades just lost to Derek Lewis, and Justiney Rosenstrike just lost to I think Francis Ngannou, or uh, no, he lost to Gane. Uh, so yeah, they're both trying to work their way back up. So whoever goes, whoever wins this fight's going to go up, and whoever loses this fight's going to go down and have to work their way up even harder. Then Jessica, and- so a lot on the line. Hey? a lot on the line. Yeah, they're both literally. Look, they've still got they've still got young records, so they've still got time to build themselves up again. But at this point, if one of them loses, they go they're on their way down. They're going to start fighting guys below them, and the other guy's going to go back up. So that's yeah, it's a proving pr- proof is in the pudding. Nobody's getting fired after this. They're still big big ish names in the UFC. Um, then Jessica Andrade versus Cynthia Carvalho. Uh Jessica Andrade is going to beat the living shit out of this chick. Jessica Andrade is like 5'2", but she's about 5'2 wide as well. She's built like a fucking Brodo. brick shithouse. She's freaking buff. She just fought Valentina Shevchenko, and everybody thought this was the one. She's going to beat Shevchenko, no problems. And then she got the shit kicked out of it. She even, Valentina Shevchenko did to what everybody thought Jessica Andrade was going to do to her. She did that to her just to prove how much better she is. So Jessica Andrade is good at throwing people like judo throws. Are you listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to search who what she looks like. Who is this? Jessica Andraj. Valentina Chevchenko is the blonde chick. If you just watch the fucking video, Jack, really stocky. Yeah, Jessica Andraj. The who are you looking at? Jessica Andraj. Chevchenko is normal. She's not that stocky. Andraj is the short, stocky one. I'm looking at. I think she's what a Brazilian or Yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. She's pretty stocky. She looks like she's made of steel. But anyway, so Valentina Chevchenko. Uh, everybody thought so sorry andrage's whole thing is like she throws people she like judo chucks them so she like throws him over her shoulder like slams them on the ground so everybody was like oh shevchenko she's not going to be able to deal with this shit shevchenko came out and threw andrage on the ground like that and like slammed on the ground and shit, just to prove and then at the end she's like everybody believe that she's strong she believed that she's strong but when she fight me she know now she's no strong <laughs> Straight. Straight. <laughs> She's a fucking killer, dude. Um so yeah, I'm super excited about this. This is gonna be fucking awesome. Uh prelim card. Dan Hooker. Whoa. Yo, why is Dan Hooker fighting in the prelims? That's weird. Okay. Oh. So there's cool uh, two fights that I want to see here. Um Dan Hooker versus Nazra Hamprasta. I don't know who he is, but I know Dan Hooker is and he's pretty good. Uh and then Roxanne Moda Arafi versus Talia Santos. Now, Roxanne, I don't know how to pronounce her surname, but I'll just call her Roxanne. She's the biggest nerd in the UFC. Google her. Just Google on your phone. I'm sure you've got a phone. Roxanne and then M O D. I do have a phone. So it's Roxanne and then Moda Arafi. So it's M A D A F F E R I. No, she's, no, she's not. Or Mordafari. she's Moda, She's like Italian or something. Ellie Prelim. Nothing there to watch. She looks like Amy Farrah Fowler. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she'll fuck you up. <laughs> so she's fighting. So I really like corners. her. Yeah, in that one picture. When you got long hair, you have to fight with cornrows. You can't not fight. You can't fight without cornrows. Um, yeah, and that's about it. UFC two sixty six is going to be pretty good. I don't think it's going to be the best fight card of the year, uh, but it's going to be one of the good ones. Well, I don't know. We we'll never know, you know. She's quite old. She's thirty eight. Yeah, she's been around for a while. Yeah. And she's American. Yeah, two sixty eight is going to be good. Oof. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Yo, this card is stacked. So on the seventh of November, sorry that we're jumping ahead, but we've got Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington. Okay, that's for the title. Rose and Yu Years versus uh, Wei Li Zhang for the title. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Both were going for the title previously. Sean Strickland, the crazy guy. Remember that crazy guy? Yeah. Versus Luke Rockwald, which is Luke Rockwold's coming back from retirement. He used to be a champ, and then he, he like talks shit about everybody. He's like actually kind of an asshole, but he's very handsome. He was actually the bachelor. So that's why some people like him. So I don't like him. I think he's a bit of a prick. And then Frankie Edgar... Was he on the show, The Bachelor? Yeah, he was The Bachelor. Yeah. And then that Frankie... So this is in New York at Madison Square Gardens. It's going to be insane. Then Frankie Edgar versus Marlon Verrera. So... Remember I told you about um, Sean O'Malley that didn't want to fight Frankie Edgar because yeah. of the tax. So Marlon Vera is, is like his kryptonite because Marlon Vera beat him. He's the only person to beat Sean O'Malley. So the fact that they put him in place of Sean O'Malley is like a big fuck you too. And well, the, fuck him, yeah. So they went, they went ahead without him? Yeah. Obviously, he's not even, he wouldn't have, no, he's, good. he's not even in like, he's fifth on the list. He's only just making the main card. It's not like he's a big star. That's what I don't understand. Like now he's talking about, uh, well, if my contract's up, I'm going to see what free agency is like. And if somebody's going to pay me more, you know, would I leave or, but I want to stay at the UFC. I'm a UFC man. Dude, you, you still fucking small potatoes, bro. Just shut the fuck up. Cause if you keep talking like it, nobody wants to watch you and you're not creating more fans. Conor McGregor didn't talk like And also, him. no one wants to work with you. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if they've got enough, if they're making it. Look, they, not to say that they don't make money from him. But on this card, he is nobody. He's not going to pull more numbers than he might pull even. He's going to pull the lowest numbers on this card. That's how stacked this card is. So he's not the biggest star in the UFC. He's not even the biggest star on the card. He's literally, he's a bigger star than Frankie Edgar and... Sean Strickland and maybe Luke Rockhold now because he's been away. But the top three fights, all of those guys are bigger stars than, than Sean O'Malley when it comes to people that buy fights. he's got the biggest demands. Yeah, so that's why I just, I don't know, dude. Just, I mean, just keep quiet. Just, you know, just wait. Just be patient. You know, you, he's very talented. know. Yeah. I mean, he's very talented. He's an interesting person, you know, when it comes to the fighting. Same as Conor McGregor. Very, very interesting person. But Conor McGregor stuck to his guns. He just did what he's supposed to and he became a big shot. You're not a big shot yet. You're you 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 you, you you're bigger than you should be because you're not even fucking ranked. But you're not a big shot yet. Don't start talking about... Because all you're doing is when you talk like a big shot but you're not a big shot, then people are like, oh, fuck this guy. These guys can talk no. like they're a big shot. Kamara Usman can talk like he's a big shot because he's a fucking big shot. He's one of the best, I would say... I know GSP, they say it's better, but I don't. If he beats Colby Covington now and then beats Leon Edwards, I'd say he's the best welterweight of all time and maybe the best fighter of all time. Kamara Usman. Now, he can say that because he's fucking proven himself. Where Sean O'Malley has the potential to be that good. All he needs to do is shut the fuck up until he gets that good and fight when they tell him to fight. And then when he's that good, then he can make the demands. Or even before that, because he's a superstar. But yeah, uh, it's the same thing. I, I don't know if you remember What is that tennis player that was so beautiful? Do you remember that? Anna Kournikova? Do you remember that? Yeah, or Sharapova. Or Not Sharapova, because like Sharapova Russia. was good. Anna Kournikova was the one that was so beautiful, but she wasn't that good. And she instead of practicing, she became more of a celebrity. And then what? Guess what happened? She never got any better. Fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, uh, look, and then you don't even remember her. So that's that's the problem. Um. Yeah, so look, I'm very excited. I mean, I'm excited for two sixty six, but two sixty eight looks even better. Two sixty seven, it's not full yet. When, so we don't know when is two sixty six on. Uh, two sixty six oh, two sixty six is this weekend, twenty sixth okay. of September. Then two sixty eight is the seventh of November. That's going to be a huge card. And then two sixty six, yeah, prelim. I mean, even the prelims. This could be a fight night. Yeah, not really, but it, almost. And then, yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that's pretty much all from the UFC. I mean, I saw a video of, I don't know who it was, but somebody was saying how is is who's worth for uh, combat sport, Conor McGregor at the moment or Jake Paul? Yeah. And uh, I can't remember who was saying it. I can't fucking, it's moving my mind. But the point he was making was, Jake Paul's a loser. Not a loser, but Jake Paul, he's not a, a professional fighter. He's a bit of a clown. He's a bit of a – but he talks about uh, fighter pay. He—he's, You know, he I know he's doing it to get people to like him, but he, he doesn't really care about fighters and fighter pay because he's a sociopath, but he's doing it for a good cause. You understand what I'm saying? To get more fighters to get paid more and those kinds of things. He is paying more to but fighters. But he's what? But is that not being just a flippin' social justice warrior? If it's getting people paid, who cares? Back. And you're not a social justice warrior. You're not talking about social... Well, it wasn't your question of who's doing more for the sport? No, who's worse for, for combat, combat sport? sport? Conor McGregor no, worse, is doing no. nothing for nobody and just making everybody look like pieces of shit. I mean, the fact that... and I, Look, I don't care if you're wearing a pink suit or whatever, but you're on the red carpet and you're wearing a pink suit and then you're throwing a your drink around and having a hissy fit. Like dude like i said last week you were one of the greatest and now you're on the red carpet in a pink suit throwing your drink at some skinny rapper that's a great form As was Michelle Kelly. yeah look when you were earning little money you were still more of a you know a human being somebody that i could respect somebody i could look up to than you are now That's what people forget. Just because you're rich and famous. I don't care if you're on the red carpet. Nobody that's watching fights cares if you're on the red carpet. So what are you trying to prove? Yeah. Nothing. Maybe you want to go and you want to enjoy yourself. Celebrated lifestyle. But it's shit, dude. All you're doing is just ruining your fucking legacy. But anyway, we spoke about that last week. What's next? Okay. And now for the rugby
1: championship. Uh, First, let's start with the saddest news. Australia versus South Africa. What was your take on that game? Before I start crying into the microphone, <laughs> what did you think?
0: Look, at this point, I'm so fucking sick and tired. I mean, the way they said that, that what irritated me last week was they're like, no, well, we our game plan is working, so we're just going to keep it the same. No, it didn't work last week. The fact that you lost to Australia the week before is the problem. You should have beaten them by miles at that point. If you were playing your game correctly, if that was the right game to play, you so if you look at the players for player, player for player, if you other than Quaid versus Pollard, I mean, he dominated Pollard, but other than that, we had the better players. And that's why I say your, if the game plan was the right game plan, you would have beaten them by miles. It wasn't the right game plan. You have better players. Why? Are you still playing that game plan? And what did they do this week? Use the same game plan that they... We know Australia already knows their game plan. Do you understand what I'm saying? They know. Australia knows their game plan. They've got their number. So what do we do? The same thing. Obviously, they're going to beat us. Yeah. It it makes no sense. Same thing, but twice. Yeah. It's like... Fuck, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what to say because, and then they're like, yeah well, no we've got the right." Like Kalisi says, no we've got the right play, game plan. We're just not implementing it correctly. Yes, you know why you're not implementing correctly because um, Australia has broken down your game plan and they know the game plan, so they're literally training for your game plan. So you have to change your game plan because they know
1: the yeah, game plan. A little
0: plan. bit of adapt. So that just pissed me off, and then. The other thing that irritated me was Pollard was saying, you know, they don't have an attitude problem. You know, if you miss, if each player misses one tackle, that's 20 tackles. That's the bad, wrong attitude. <laughs> you're a professional. You're one of the best. Yeah. You're not Italy. You're not fucking uh, 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 Zimbabwe. You're not fucking Kenya. Well, Kenya are pretty good. But you're not any of those people. You're not kind of good. You're not Japan. You're the, the Springboks. You're one of the best in the world. You don't miss any tackles. That's the point of you. That's why we yeah, support and you. You don't kind of
1: make an excuse for it.
0: Yeah, well, you don't. The the, the, the the point is that you, like he said, yeah, well, there's no attitude problem. We missed 20 tackles. You know, that could happen. No, when you at the level you are, it shouldn't happen. That's the point. Your attitude being, well, sometimes people make mistakes is the wrong attitude because you are supposed mm-hmm. to be the best in the world. And you are. You All of you have the capability and we know that because you were the best in the world, of being the best in the world. Don't tell me that sometimes shit happens. No, you're a professional athlete. You get paid to play sport. Shit doesn't happen. That's the problem. That's the point. That's why you get paid so much fucking money because shit doesn't happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why New Zealand won because shit doesn't happen when they play. Because they don't have the attitude of, oh, well, shit happens. Sometimes it happens. It doesn't. Ha- no, that's <laughs> that's that's the wrong attitude. So you do have an attitude problem. And even the way they, like, talk to, like, the guy asked him about the attitude of the team, like, you know, and then he acts like, oh, like, the way, like, oh, no, there's no attitude problem. Like, he's upset with it. Dude, you, you play a game. We support you. The reason, it's like paying taxes. The reason you have a job and the reason you can play rugby for a living is because we support you. Don't treat us like we below you, my friend. We support you. If you carry on yeah. the way you are, guess what? We're not going to fucking support you. And guess what's going to happen to you Saturday? Go play in fucking England. I don't know. Just keep bringing – I don't know. No. I think he has an attitude problem. And I don't think – look, uh, obviously the fact that he missed the kicks, I don't think he's a worse player. I just think he needs to be mentored and he needs to slow down and just c- catch his breath. You know what I mean? That's what I think Pollard needs. I think he's a brilliant player. He's got the potential more than most players. And he's got the potential to be one of the best in the world. But for fuck's sake. It's just got so and that's he the says right that, attitude about it. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. You're <laughs> getting it's like if we had a bad attitude. If somebody says, yeah, Yo, your podcast isn't great, and then we like we could do you could do better. We know we could do better. We do this for fun. But if we were getting paid for this movie. and somebody said to me, Yeah, no, look, you, you could do better on the podcast. I'm not gonna say if I don't agree, then I don't agree, but I'll shut the fuck up. You need to be the best in the world because that's what you are. I'm giving you a compliment. I'm saying you're the best in the world. Fucking act like you're the best in the world. But, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts. No, look, again, just flipping mad frustration. You know, that game
1: made me feel like I was part of an abusive relationship. Mm. You know, I'm busy watching the game. Uh, We stuff up. They score. Okay, switch off. Two minutes later, put the thing back on. I think things will go better. No, no. The game said it loved me, but it still hit me. Every time (laughs) I switch back on, that thing still flipping. It, and, it broke my soul I don't know how many times I stopped watching and started again
0: um, and look, it's, but it's
1: infuriating to watch because you know like you're saying we are better we should be better and yeah. you know if you if the expectation is to do more and to achieve more then you can't have the attitude of making excuses or justifying such bad statistics you know yeah. with the missed tackles for example you shouldn't be saying that yeah ugh, you know it's just sometimes it happens that's the wrong attitude i mean you say Bolt if he loses a fight, I mean loses a fight, if he loses a sprint, comes dead last. It's not gonna be like, oh, people have
0: bad days, it's okay. No, he's gonna go do something, he's gonna fix it, you know? Yeah. If you make one mistake in a in a hundred meters, you lose the race. If okay. If you make let's say ten mistakes in a rugby match, you'll still be able to win. But if you make twenty fucking mistakes, and if everybody's getting yellow cards, and if everybody's missing fucking tackles, and if everybody's fucking causing shit, and if nobody's fucking willing to uh, put their body on the line around the rack, then you're gonna lose. And then if you say, if we say to you, South Africans aren't happy, then shut the fuck up and say you're sorry. Because I mean, the coach is like, all we can say is that we're sorry or whatever. But then they say, "Oh, we're sorry," and then they say, "Okay, well, what's the problem?" Because the guys don't seem motivated. The guys seem like they have attitude problems. The guys seem like they're not they're not interested. You know, you're not changing the game plan. You're just doing the same old bullshit. And then they're like, yeah, well, none of those are true, but we're still sorry. What are you sorry about if none of that shit's true? Sorry, we got cut off there. One of the uh, the laptops went flat. Guess who's? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> um, you know, like I was saying, I mean, it's just like, yeah, you know, we're sorry. But then when it's like uh, any, like you say, an abusive relationship, somebody says, sorry, just to stop the, the argument. Well, and yeah. then you're like, what are you sorry about? No, not those things. Well, then don't fucking say sorry. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, look, we support you guys. We're there for you guys. The reason you have those jobs is because of your supporters. Like anybody, like a singer, like a rapper, like whatever. Respect your supporters because otherwise you ain't going to have fucking supporters at the end of the day. So that's Do I'm you here. think
1: this has or his choice of words or attitude has anything to do with the fact that he's what the leading point scorer now in the rugby championship? No, so what you don't win it, who gives no, a fuck? I'm asking, do you think it has anything
0: to do with that? No, who was the winning point scorer last year or the year before? Exactly, who gives a know. fuck? Actually, <laughs> I want it, <to, laughs> I want you to win. It's a team sport, not an individual sport. So if that's his All attitude, right. I don't think so. Look, I mean, we're bad mouthing Pollard, I don't think he's a bad guy, I don't think. He does have like a huge attitude problem. But at the end of the day, if you're saying, Oh, well, we missed a few tackles, but that happens, that's the wrong attitude. Your attitude needs to be, I'm the best in the world. I don't do nothing wrong. If it happens wrong, guess what? I'm gonna fucking fix it. That's it.
1: No, no, make no mistake. I still rate him. I mean, in one of the earlier episodes, I said uh, that he's, you know, one of my top flyoffs. But <laughs> that's not to say that he can't be wrong now, you know. And I don't think No, I mean he's always been very good, but
0: I just think an attitude or a poor choice in words. Yeah, look, it's always he's always been good. He's always been a good player, but he's not. He's 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 destined for greatness. He's that good. Pollard is that good that he's going to be a great player, one of the best players at this point. Uh, he is just dropping the ball. It's not he's not there yet, and he and he needs to like step back, take a deep breath, and then move forward. At this point he's just playing himself into a hole. Or, or that's what it seems like to me. But yeah.
1: Uh you know what exercise would be good for the spring box, I think. No. Uh if you line them all up and tell them to move what, like two tons of bricks or some shit back.
0: <laughs> didn't they do that in the World Cup? <laughs> what does that cock we did oh, in high school? No. <laughs> Stupid
1: shit. Oh
0: no. No, nah, look at the end of the day <clears throat> It's not like a huge thing. I mean, we're ranting and raving about this. But the thing is that we need to, in South Africa, we need to start expecting excellence because we do have excellence in our country. And the problem with the with the Springboks is if they have this kind of attitude where they're like, yeah, well, we missed this and what, then you become mediocre. And you're not mediocre. You are excellent. That's why you're the best in the world or one of the best teams in the world mm. because you're excellent at what you do. You did. didn't win the World Cup for free. Yes, you're an excellent team. You beat the Lions because you're excellent. Because you play excellent, you play you one of the best, so don't give us these me- mediocre fucking excuses. Say to us, listen guys, we made a mistake, the game plan was wrong, they figured out the game plan, and we were dumb, and we went in. That's fine, everybody makes mistakes, but you're telling us that oh you missed tackles that's not the issue. you could have missed twenty one pa- tackles and played a different game plan, and you would have won but that's not the mm. issue and, and and again, like I said, you shouldn't be missing fucking tackles. But uh I don't know, this the coach just seems to me like when Rusty's around it seems like a a well oiled machine and then this oak I don't know. Something about him that's not too I don't know who he is, but it doesn't he doesn't seem like he is excellent. Like he gives off a, a that kind of vibe. He looks like me like he gives off like a, a mediocre vibe as a as a person. But again, I don't know anything about it. But Nino you know, but yeah. no. I mean he's doing the same thing that fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, Davilias. Peter Davilias. Davilias did the same thing. He played the same game plan from the World Cup that the previous coach did and then when they started, then we won, 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 won and then when they started figuring out our shit, guess what? We lost every fucking game. He's doing the same thing so he's just as good Mm. because if you're playing the same game, yes, you play the same structure of a game plan but not the exact fucking game plan every fucking game you're going to because guess what? Somebody's going to figure it out and then then you fuck. And now we're at the point where New, Australia needs to lose every game to Argentina, and we need to beat um, uh, the All Blacks in every fucking game. That's where we are at the point, at the now. So it's very difficult for us to win. Yeah, no, agreed. Speaking of New Zealand, what did you think of their performance? It's New Zealand. I don't know what you want me to say about New Zealand. New Zealand's New Zealand, New Zealand. There's no stories, no excuses. I mean, and that's the thing. The reason why there's none of that shit, because if one of these oaks came back and made an excuse, you know what the fucking New Zealanders would do? They'd go mad. they will go crazy. No, this oak shit. Wada, wada, yeah. wada. Now, you know, and they'll, they'll probably drop him because nobody will want him. Like, they listen to their supporters because that's all they've got. Same as the spring. But you've got nothing other than your supporters, my friend. Guess what happened in 2000, and, uh, when was it? 2003. When you were so shit. Nobody wanted to watch you. All of you guys are fucking, you're not big shots. You never won the World Cup. You need the supporters behind you and then you can do shit. And we need you because it's obviously entertainment. We love you. We want to watch you. We want you to do well. But at the end of the day, don't think it's a one-way fucking street yet, please. Yeah. No. Agreed. And then, yeah, on the All Black side, All Blacks played well. I mean, <laughs> as as they always do. Boat Barrett's on another level. Like, I was watching this thing where they were like, yeah, Boat Barrett's slowly but surely, like, it's these Aust- uh, New Zealand um, commentator, or not commentator, but analyst talking about how Bowland Barrett. It's like he's he's warming up. He's getting back into the the thing, the, the run of things with New Zealand and what. And I'm like, that's how good Bowland Barrett is. Yeah, he's the best fly-off in the world, and he's still fucking warming up. <laughs> he's still getting used to you know playing full contact, or not full contact, but not Japan league. He's getting used to playing against like you know bigger teams, and he's still the best fly-off in the world. He's still fucking. Scoring amazing tries and running like a king. ah, that guy's on another level. But again, Bowen Barrett wasn't the Bowden the Barrett also had the potential a long time ago when he was under um Dan Carter. All he did was he kept quiet, kept quiet, kept understudy for Dan Carter, understudy for Dan Carter. And guess what? Dan Carter mentored him, and when he was ready, they put him ahead. What did we do with Pollard? Mm. The opposite. He's young, he's doing well, he's doing well. He should have had a mentor, he should have been playing, and I'm, I don't know the situation, but the perfect situation, under Stan, under Stan, and now just before the World Cup or just after the World Cup, they should have let him loose, And he would have been another fucking uh, Bowdoin Barrett. Because, okay, he's not as quick as Boden Barrett, but he's he's got the potential to be as good as Bowdoin Barrett. And guess what? Nothing. Well, not nothing, but he's not as good as he should be. Significantly less.
1: Yeah, you know, there's something about New Zealand that makes them flip in solid nines and tens, eh? Yeah.
0: They do really, make them really uh, well seconds, done. There. Sevens, they have brilliant locks, they have good props, hookers. But don't they have they have nothing not good? I mean, the Izzy Dagged fifteen, the wings. They have the two best uh, um like in the top five uh, um Centres in the world in the for of all time Umanga and um, Conrad Smith, so they're just good at everything. But so are we. That's the thing. So are we. Now let's start fucking acting like we are. Do you know what I mean? Let's act like we are the best because we are just fucking. We've also got fucking good players. Pollard is a good player. Fuck is what, the best mm. scrum off at the moment. Uh, yeah. We've got the best captain. We've got the best uh, back three. We've got the best wing in the world. Like we've got good players. We've got the best players. But we just have this mentality of like, you know what it's like, like? Like a hot chick that doesn't think she's hot. She could have been like a freaking movie star, whatever, whatever you want to call it, or some not even a hot chick, somebody with talent that doesn't think, that doesn't believe in themselves. That's what South Africa is. We're as good as everybody else, even better than most people. Like I said with Australia. We should have fucking I was angry that we lost by one point, not because uh, it's unlucky. No, we should have fucking donated them into the ground. 50 0 mm yeah. Or beating them like we beat Argentina. But we didn't do that because we're fucking useless. Or because we don't believe in ourselves. I didn't want to swear today. But then as soon as you bring up the freaking rugby, I want to swear. <sighs> What's next? Let's talk about soccer. My blood pressure through <laughs> the roof. And you need to talk more because I've been talking a lot during this thing. Luckily, it's soccer now. It's your turn. Okay.
1: So I think because of the delay um, between yourself and myself, I'm going to run through the results. Um then you just jump in whenever you need. So we'll yeah. start off with the Premier League. I'm just gonna run through pretty much the standout games for me. Okay, Newcastle and Leeds 1 1. Meh, Wolves and Brentford. Okay, now that's interesting. As I mentioned, almost every week, Brentford got promoted, Moss, and mm. they're not doing very well. I mean, they got a red card and they still beat the Wolves 2 0. Um, and the Wolves is not a, a shoddy team. Look, it's not top six or anything like that, but it's it's a
0: solid team. So I think so well, a good the question is, is: Are they playing with a shit team, or have they got more money and new players? Like, are they are they playing with their team they played for with last year? Is the question? Uh, look, I don't
1: know so much in terms of selection, but they have a much smaller budget than the Wolves. Um, oh. Let me just actually check Brentford uh EPL budget because I think the question is is, have they got
0: the same team or have they got premier league level guys you understand no they can't afford they can't afford just anyone they
1: want they have they have a lot of the same players as when they got promoted I'm not sure about to what extent but they wouldn't be able to put in a Ronaldo or a Messi or a Marne or something because it's like that all now. good
0: and saying like okay yeah these guys got came up from last year and they came up from the league below but then they got fucking Cristiano and all the liver players in their team or not not to that extent but you know then it's not really the same thing.
1: No, look, I think they're still underdogs, and I mean, it was Brentford played away and they still won two 0 so I think sure. that's a solid performance from their side, and they're yeah. currently on the log. They are ninth. You know that's not okay. Like it's still early days, but I mean yeah. nine out of twenty. I mean they're above Crystal Palace, Southampton, Arsenal, Leicester, uh, Aston Villa. Villa. Yeah, they're so you way. know it's so they're doing well so far. I hope I hope they continue with a strong show of form.
0: Well, but the other okay, thing is Brighton fourth.
1: That's weird. Yes, that is also a strange one. We'll get to that one now. Uh, Norwich City at home lost one to th- one goal to three against Watford. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good for Watford. Uh, they're also not a uh-huh. top team, really, but good for them. Who, who was it? Only the
0: Arsenal. Excuse me. Who was it, Southampton? That you just said versus Watford? No, Norwich. Norwich. Okay, Norwich are also yeah. quite far down. They
1: lost. Yeah, they. Yeah, look, they got promoted from the previous division or league. Them in
0: um,
1: Brentford. Yeah, them, Brentford, and who else got promoted? I think it was Watford as well, actually. Oh, uh, okay. I think it was actually also Watford.
0: <sighs>
1: okay, but then the next game Burnley, Burnley versus Arsenal. Ah, it's nice to see Arsenal winning again. Um, you know their coach Arteta, he was quite uh, appeared to be quite emotional after that game. Um, mm. I think you know I mentioned I don't know how many weeks ago that the amount of pressure that Arteta must be feeling is ridiculous. But props to him, you know they've they've changed the team around a bit. That's fair. Okay, cool. But they've now won, you know, regularly. Um, just looking in recent times now, obviously they've glowing records historically, but can you yawn softer? Fuck you. It's boring.
0: So yeah, but they are also Arsenal? playing lesser lesser teams. I mean, they were playing fucking Man City. Okay, they lost against Brentford, but they were playing Man City versus Arsenal. And then who was the other one. And then they beat Norwich and Burnley. I mean, it's not like they're playing top. They're not a top-class team unless they beat a top-class team. No, but their poor run of form extends to
1: more than just this—the uh, the five games now that they've played. But it looks like they're a little bit on the up. Let's check if they can sustain it.
0: But I don't think they will. Speaking... because when they played against the top flight teams, they've been beaten by all three of them. That's what I'm saying. Easy to be. Yeah, beat but well,
1: look, they. I think they're on the up. Their performances are improving, not necessarily if you're looking at just the result versus which class or um, strength team. The the way they're scoring and coming together is better. So I think we can expect stronger results in the future.
0: Okay. So do you think? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> Man City, Southampton, No, no. You know, that is just a beautiful song playing in my ears. I just love it. Um, It was Man City at home. And there's also been a bit of uh, controversy, if I can say that, around the Man City coach, uh, Pep, who is kind of... You can choose whichever word you want, but plead or, you know, request or whatever. But he essentially just asked more fans to come to the games. Now, I think there's a bigger fuss in the media about that than what is needed. But... Man City for where they are they should have more supporters attending their games Um, maybe they're running out of money I don't know if that had an impact on their game now but for them to draw against Southampton at home, it's Uh, good news for all the other teams that are challenging for the
0: title All right, okay. well let's move through this shit quickly because I'm getting bored now because we've still got to go to the UEFA Liverpool beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Obviously, that Yay. was exquisite to
1: watch. Um, I never liked Liverpool. And we learned that when uh, Mane, not Mane, Salah took his shirt off that his abs have abs and that guy is ripped. He's now joint uh, top scorer for for the season so far with four goals. And Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo is just one goal behind with a few games less. But anyway, <laughs> i look at too much on that. Yes. Um, <laughs> Excuse me? It's too good. Aston Villa, 3-0. They beat Everton. Uh, good for Aston Villa. Not much more to say there. Then Brighton versus Leicester City. Yes, yeah. that is, I think Brighton is now punching above their weight. You know, they, they're they getting, well, they got this big result now. And as a result, you mentioned where are they on the table now. Fourth. If they could finish the season in fourth, they would be over the fucking moon.
0: Um, Yeah, but but I don't think...
1: You think if they're in the top 10, they'd probably be pretty happy. Yeah, no, agreed, 100%. Um, Next game, West Ham, Man United. Look, in my opinion, Man United was a little bit lucky to get this result. Um, You know, there was a late penalty save. But yeah, Man United, team to watch, Ronaldo, ain't no joke that much is clear. Except in the
0: UEFA. (laughs)
1: Uh Tottenham
0: sorry? in the wafer.
1: Tottenham got destroyed by Chelsea 3-0. Uh, at uh you know, at home ground, they lost 3-0. And would you flip and believe it or not, Chelsea and Liverpool matches played, one drawn, lost all the same. goals scored, goals against points is all the fucking same. So yeah, it's. I just, I was actually chatting to one of my colleagues today um, who supports Chelsea, and I said, you know, I wonder which team is going to blink first because I don't know how long they can keep that
0: up. For. Well, one loss and one win. But then the thing is, they could all, like, everybody wins. <laughs> yeah, I hope it stays exactly. the same the whole time. And I hope, literally, it's one and two. That
1: would be crazy. I mean, that was like that Man City battle uh, with Liverpool two years ago they ended the season i think on a one point difference one or two points difference and that was also the uh, liverpool uh, loss to man city overall that year but that was the highest total for a team to lose with so that was a long push to the end yes moving on to the champions league okay here i'll run through this quickly um Most notably, Young Boys
0: beat Man United. Yeah. What I wanted to say was that. What a stupid name. Young Boys. Young Boys. (laughs) Why would you call them? A young man. What's it? Like, that's the dumbest team name I've ever heard in my life Young Boys. What a dumb name. And and... it's, it's not the
1: greatest. But I mean, in this game, yeah, okay, Ronaldo scored. Surprise, surprise. But I mean,. United had two shots, two on target. The young boys had 19 shots. Man United has had less possession at 46%. Less passes, a difference of 42. Pass accuracy was 6% lower than the, the young boys. Okay, less fouls.
0: No, look, they were unlucky on that second goal. But at the end of the day, they lost. And they lost, like you said, all the stats, they lost the game. They were the worst team. Man United The young boys were the better team. Damn a name, but they were the better team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't call the team that if I was there. But anyways, so that was quite a crazy one for them. Um, or unexpected yeah. result. I see here no, Chelsea. Seville no, versus Saint. Hmm? Okay, no, sorry, Carrier. Chelsea beat Zenit. Um, yeah, almost expected, but you know, you a lot of these games it's easier to slip. So Good for Chelsea that they got the victory there. Juventus beat Malmo. Don't know how to pronounce that. 3-0. Juventus, good team. Barcelona, shame. They lost Messi. and the game. They got
0: destroyed by Bayern Munich. Well, my question was, they were talking about how poor they are, and they're so cocked and all that kind of stuff. Like, they've lost so many... They, were, they used to be, like, the Man United of... Of Europe. Like they were the best in the world. And they had all the best players, them and, uh, and uh, Real Madrid. And now they're like heavy cuck. But it says yeah, that uh, how Barcelona got into debt. Barcelona's debt was caused by overspending on wages and transfer fields, fees. Lionel Messi' final £555 million contract costs approximately 139 million Shut. per season. <laughs> the wage plus the other expensive contracts meant Barcelona was spending more than that, more than it was earning. I mean, then just get rid of Messi then and keep the rest of your players because now they've got that one guy, and then even the commentator's like, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the profit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just sad. And I mean, Bayern Munich, yeah, I don't know why. May, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they would do that, but it sounds stupid. And then Seville versus Salzburg, that Yusuf and Nassereri got sent off for diving. And that made me happy. I was like, and he even walks off shaking his head. Fuck you, bro. Get off the field. You
1: okay, baby. so so you agree with me now that there are moves being made to lessen that kind of shit behavior. And it is to the benefit of the sport.
0: Yeah, that's why I watched it.
1: Okay, moving along swiftly. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, Messi must went to PSG and I mean PSG has a superstar team with Mbappe but as then well. Then they're also gonna be and, poor in ten years, so what's the Five years. Yeah, Messi laughing all the way
0: to the bank. But I mean yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. I mean, why how did that happen to Barcelona? I mean surely they must have made some kind why are they offering him contracts like that? if they're not making money from him, because even if you're yeah, okay, they're winning and yeah, they've got Messi, but they're still losing money or what's why it doesn't make sense to me because you've got Messi because people want you to make money, but you're still not making enough money to pay for him. Get rid of him.
1: No, exactly. Exactly. Then Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool beat Milan. Three, two. I had to do a, a report during the week, and I only got I only finished the report uh, at half time, so I got to watch the second half. Man, that thing got me fucking nervous. Um, yeah, yeah some shockers, but we're glad Liverpool took the win there. Yeah. It's always nice to see a high scoring game, and particularly when you don't know which way it's going to go. You know, I mean, Liverpool went one up, then Milan came back 2 1. And then Liverpool jumped another two goals. So that at least was a nice up and down exciting to watch. Uh, Is that one of the games you watched or not? No. I knew you were going to watch it. Okay, then Man City versus Red Bull Lipsig. That was destruction. That was a high scoring goals. I mean, high scoring game. Six, three, nine games in total. That's one goal every 10 minutes at an average. Yeah. That's quite intense. Good for them. And Ajax destroyed uh, Sporting five-one. Okay, I'm not too familiar with those teams, other than knowing a little bit about Ajax. But yeah, well, Ajax is a South African yeah, team as no. well. Yeah, that's a very small one though. It's not even in the. They used to be. What league do we have here? Premier League. No. Anyways, what is it called? Yeah. Okay, have we missed anything that you wanted to talk about on the soccer, Mr. Bevan? Nothing at all.
0: I'm just happy that they're giving okay, red I'm sorry now. To- That's all I'm happy about. And I used to support Barcelona, so I'm going to yeah. have to find a new team, but we'll see what happens. Come to Liverpool, it's nice. Liverpool. Nah.
1: Nah. Uh, listen, I'm sorry, I've got more bad news for you. What? Um, there was no Formula 1 this weekend. Oh, uh, damn it. I knew that was going to make you sad. Oh Yeah, I'm so
0: sad. Uh, like, I could lie. I'm going to do that next year. I'm just going to talk about, like, next time there's, like, a hiatus on the UFC, I'm just going to make shit up. And then just talk about it for half an hour. And then you'll be like, yo, yo, no. And it was a good fight. And yo, hey, yo, no, no, no. Yo, no, I saw that. I'm going to check. I'm going to test you, fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, thanks very much for listening and uh, taking the pain to listen to Episode 9. Uh, yeah, it's it had to be long distance love because I might potentially have the plague, but yeah, better safe than sorry. We don't want to spread this to little kids and that. Um, Bevan, some notes where can the listeners find us? Where can they get into contact with us? Where can they come with suggestions, complaints, or
0: checks? I don't know. Uh, you can check us on uh, Facebook at idiots report podcast on Facebook. Uh, or idiot sport report on facebook i might be changing it i couldn't change it the other day but i'm trying uh youtube we are on idiot idiot uh, idiot sport report on uh youtube all the uh episodes will have a video made um not, nothing too crazy but you can listen to it on youtube and then obviously spotify wherever you guys listen to please share the uh podcast let other people know pretty 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 please get us some listeners um you can also follow us on Instagram, uh at edit report podcast on Instagram. So yeah, just uh thanks for listening guys and please let people know if you follow if you're on uh, Apple, give us a rating. Uh hope, please give us five stars. If you're not gonna give us five Correct. stars, please don't listen. <laughs> um but other than that, yeah, no. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get a hold of us, I sure it's quite easy. Everybody knows how to do it nowadays. Um Yeah, and if we get to I don't know,
1: if we get an increase of Twenty percent or ten percent of viewers, I'll make a point to actually watch the shit that Bevan sends me, and be better prepared for next time.
0: Uh, listen, um, we need to weigh ourselves next week, then. Hey, eh? sorry guys, we can't. We're not near each other, so we can't weigh ourselves. I weighed myself on our scale, and I weighed ninety-eight. So I don't know, Jack rhymes is fat, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, Jack is just a four-letter word. <laughs> Um okay
0: no, but yeah, then we'll give
1: the update on the weight next week. So then that'll be the third of the fourth weigh in. We'll be one week closer. Let's just remind ourselves of the stakes here, Bevan. It was a case of beer, pizza, and a punch. When did you weigh, Jack? I told you what I weighed. I also weighed I think ninety eight point seven or something.
0: Okay. And remember, it's the lightest person at the end of it or the most weight loss. I know you're tired of listening. It's probably nobody's listening now anyways. I think the retention's until like an hour 11. (laughs) All right, cool. I'll chat to you later. Idiots Report Podcast. This is the Idiots Report Podcast. We are the idiots and this is the Idiots Report Podcast. Woo-woo-hoo.